Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charged the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Okay, guys, here we are at Two Teas in a Pod with myself and special guest host Drew Sedora. How are you? I'm so good. Good to see you again. I've been missing you since Vegas. I text you. I like literally miss you. I, I know. Any moment, I'm like, well, we're gonna see each other soon, and we're gonna do it again. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna do okay. it again in New York. All the things are <laughs> happening. Out, we're all we will all be at the same hotel. I'm sure it'll be full blown chaos. Um, awesome. which leads me to the first fan question, which is, who are you most excited to see at BravoCon? 
It's so many people. Like I recently spoke with Karen Huger. I can't oh. wait to see her. Yes. Um, you know what I'm saying? Wendy Yosefo sent me her amazing book with her mom, you know, the book about her mom. And it's unbelievable. Anyone who has not gotten her book and read it, please go and get it. My mom is actually reading it now and she's just so excited. So want to see her and congratulate her on all the amazing things she's doing, but especially her book. Um, who else? I can't, I'm on a panel with Erica James. So I can't oh. and meet her. Um, I mean, it's so many people. It's so many people. So, you know, we'll see. And uh, how's filming going? Filming is going. I... <laughs> Filming is going, it's going. It's It was so many clips um, circulating from Ross's birthday party on the internet. So yeah. a lot of people kind of already know what's been happening, which well was real over here. Is Portia and, there? She hasn't shown up yet. She has <sighs> not yet. I actually haven't started yet. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're like, except, I don't know anything more than you know, except what's been on the internet to be honest. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to fill in for us today because we, Tamara is filming because they do extra filming now because they're, you know, they're going to be in the middle of BravoCon next week. So like they are nonstop this week yeah. and we realized that Potomac was coming out. So we had to cover it, um, which Potomac is my favorite. So sorry. Mm -hmm. I know. No, no, no. It's, it's actually one of my faves. Like I don't, I don't miss Potomac actually. So I'm there watching it. I don't miss the episode because it's juicy. And can we say one thing? Hmm. Coochie craving. <laughs> I was actually going to say, does a frog have a watertight asshole? What? I have to get to that. Like, where did that, I'm like, Mia, where? I can't wait till we watch watch that and see what the heck she even like in context what were they talking about before and then where did it go after she said that not me googling the answer to that what? like what late last find? night <laughs> well I couldn't find? find I couldn't find anything so then I had to ask our producers of the show I'm like does a, a frog have a watertight asshole and apparently it's like a slang like I, I don't know but it says like does is a frog's arse watertight I from what and I mean, where did she ever get that information? How would she know this? I what were they talking about? Like, I need to know what she was referring to. So it's so much. Potomac is so much. It, it's so much to un unpack in this one episode. Well, before we even get into the episode, we need to unpack what's going on on Twitter. So Mia Thornton posts domestic violence incident from friend of Jacqueline. Then Wendy chimes in on Mia using violence. Did you see this? I did. Ugh, it's so Mia sends it's been deleted now, but first is a, is a tweet that says help is available at Bravo T TV. I'm taking a stand to not condone violence. I will never deliberately inflict physical pain on another. None of it is okay. No one deserves to be treated this way. Hashtag domestic violence awareness then that she posts the phone number and it's a video. I, I saw the video of Jacqueline. I'm assuming that's her husband or boyfriend or whomever. Uh, but I'm like, how did she get this video in the first place? Yeah, I don't even know. Everything, everything is accessible now. You know what I'm saying? Like I did try to go back and it, it's been deleted. So 
I didn't see the video, but I, you know, read things that people were retreating and like commenting on. So I try to piece it together. Cause I'm, I'm like, I know she has two beautiful kids. Um, I don't know if this is her ex-husband, boyfriend. Like I was confused on who the gentleman actually is. I don't know who he is because we haven't met him yet on the show, but yeah. I do know that Mia came in through I mean, I, I do know that Jacqueline came in through Mia. Yeah, that's her best friend. Yeah. yeah, but now they've unfollowed each other. Um, Candace responds to this post, which, um, you know, the whole thing's extremely heartbreaking. And then for it also to play out on social media, um, then Candace writes mess. Then Candace writes, honestly, we can just skip to the reunion at this point. We'll just tell you what happened. <laughs> and then Even for Candace. Candace is all always. She always. Is Queen. Then Wendy chimes in, girl, I know you not talking about not condoning violence. You threw a drink on me and hit me with your purse multiple times, breaking three nails in the process. You are the poster child for violence. Then Mia responds, you are absolutely right. And I will own that I was wrong. I won't pretend to be perfect. I feel terrible for acting that way. And I take self accountability. Mm. <laughs> then Jacqueline writes, ouch you got me i guess i learned from the best housewife question mark nasus i'm college educated own my own home land and have my own career we different says the fake boss who clearly doesn't own zilch you're a fraud and as gutter as it gets focus on your own mess pinocchio mm, it's so much it's so much it it's, it's so much because get... now yeah, like watching Jacqueline and Mia's friendship unfold, we already now know what's to come. You know what I mean? And I really wanted to like Jacqueline. Like, I don't know even what happened, so I can't say I'm not going to like her, you know? But I was like stalking her Instagram and I'm like, she seems like such a nice girl, a great mother. You know, they, they have like this beautiful friendship. And I'm like, what could possibly freaking happen? Like, what happened? Yeah, what happened? And I guess, I mean... I guess I don't necessarily also understand why Mia would leak these things in advance, especially if I guess we ha we're going to have to learn about their friendship, see how close they really are. Are they really yeah. are they best friends or are they show friends? Where well, like, like they're back on her timeline because that's the first thing I think, right? But like they've been liking each other's pictures. Well, you know, unless she went back and liked them, but it seemed like they were friends like long ago, like she was like years ago before she came on. So mm -hmm. I assume that they were legitimate best friends and she brought her on the show. So that's even more heartbreaking if that's the case that you bring your friend on the show, you know, and then all of a sudden all this mess happens. Now you guys aren't even friends anymore. You know, yeah. like sometimes you got to keep your friends off of the crazy roller coaster that is reality TV. But also, and I've said this, you know, I said this on my social media, but which was also became like it started trending and all this stuff because I said, you know, if you are going to be on a reality television show and you have anything to hide, it's going to come out. So if you want to be a private person, don't go on reality television. It's just the long and short of it. Like you can't yeah. say, I don't want to be talked about. You can't <laughs> say, I don't want this discussed. You don't have those options anymore. Unfortunately. Once I wish I would have known you before. There. Cause I didn't know I'm learning that now, you yeah. know, but I'm looking even at Mia, she's going through so much right now. Like we don't know really what, what the status of her health is. You know, I know she on episode one was saying she's still going for testing. So we don't know, you know, but she's dealing with her health now with her friendship. And then on top of that, she's having the family fall out with her like family who totally blocked her husband out of their business. Yeah. So this sounds also very 
the, the story that of what she what Mia posted and we have to remember when you go back to last season Mia re repeatedly got things wrong remember like she would get people kind of all worked up and then she and the person be like I didn't say it like that and then she'd be like yeah. oh yeah you're right you know like yeah so, her credibility is a little okay. it's a <laughs> um but it says Mia Instagram caption says just want to let you all know I love seeing our Real Housewives of Potomac fans in our offices but I won't be running into you all for a little bit I don't even feel comfortable recommending you to continue to visit without having a direct influence on the operations although please know I will forever value you and appreciate your love and support. I've never experienced such pain. I practically birthed these clinics. So I'm feeling defeated right now. God has been preparing me for the ultimate fight of my life, breaking the chain, generational wealth. I just can't give up now. I've come too far. And then it's Please pray for our family. Gordon's brothers, who he trusted to support and carry on the family legacy, have recently revoked his access to the company bank account while we were out of the country. I've since learned that my salary will no longer continue past this next payroll cycle due to unwavering loyalty to Gordon. The thought that the person who Gordon selected to run our empire and who he thought would be the one to care for me and the kids has now manipulated the organizational structure and robbed us of everything we own. Gordon and I built this company from the ground up and brought on family members since 2013. Never would we think after a decade of building generational wealth and opportunities would end up being taken away from us overnight. If you can't trust family, who can you trust? My heart is completely empty. I mean, yours is so, that was hard to read. I'm like, and then they got into a back and forth. Brittany, I guess is her, I don't know if it's her cousin or someone related to Gordon, but yeah, she, they were getting into a whole back and forth in the comments. Oh, that's the thing. Like, do you think that we're going to see all of this play out this season as well? I have no idea because that wasn't even a part of the trailer. So I'm like, I feel like they would have put that in the trailer because that's major. That's how we met Mia. She's got these. But I also felt like it was a little much. You know, when somebody's like shoving it down your throat, how much they're working? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, are you though? Like there were certain times where like, she's like making eggs and then she's like sitting there yeah. and she's like, I got to get through all like, and you're like, are you? I thought she said they were her joint. Like I thought they were hers. I didn't even know. Well, cause from the post, it sounds like they were actually G's. And yeah, she's getting because, Yeah. Because, and what did you think? Uh, what do you think of G in general? Oh my God. G, <laughs> G is great reality TV. Because he just doesn't care. Like, it's no filter. You know, he just was being 100% him. I hope he continues to be him because I did hear um, that he might clean up this season because he was thoroughly embarrassed. So yeah. I just, but I don't want that to be the case. I want him to continue to be who he is because that's that's the real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, think, and I think that's why we're in the situation with Mia is because I don't know that Mia is 100% being, you know, I think she's coming in wanting to make good reality television. And then it's so much that you're, I'm having a hard time where I feel like most housewives I can watch and say, oh, I relate to them here. I feel this yeah. connection to them here. She's, yeah. it, it, I'm not feeling it because I think there's, it's such a show right now. I agree with you. Cause actually when I saw Giselle and she was finally revealing our house that has been like, 
I felt like all of Potomac, like the whole season, I'm like, I really, I thought that same thing. I was like, I can appreciate Giselle because even for me and my house, I am li like, life happens. We're still getting our house together. So when I saw Mia and the fact that she moved and like, everything is perfect. Like, I'm looking at every room, like, how did she decorate every room? And she's renting. So it's like, why? How did you invest all this time to get it picture perfect? You know, I love a housewife that's willing to let us be on this journey because that's life. Like, I'm sitting over yeah. here with my kid home today trying to, like, multitask. Figure it out. I know. Same here. Like, I'm like, I agree with you on that, Eddie. Totally. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charged the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th only on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season... We are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play 
But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. (sighs) Okay, so Real Housewives of Orange County star Heather Dubrow and husband Terry Dubrow's sweetest family moments. Party of six, Heather Dubrow and Terry Dubrow haven't left their lives in the spotlight. Keep them from raising their four children, Nick, Max, Kat, and Coco. The Real Housewives of Orange County star met botched personality on a group date in the 90s. Heather recalled during a November 2015 of her Heather Dubrow's World podcast that she initially thought Terry wasn't really her type after he complimented her kissing skills. However, she was hooked. The duo tied the knot in 1999. Three years later, they began expanding their family. The couple welcomed twins, Nicholas and daughter Max. And then daughter Kat was born three years later in October 2006. The pair's younger daughter, Coco, arrived in December 2010. Over the years, Heather and Terry have highlighted their children's milestones on social media and at times of their respective TV ventures. Okay. So that was just a long drawn out thing because there has essentially been, Heather's been on a press tour the last couple of days through Orange County. And even I, let me see where the little video is. I saw her say. It's all about protecting yourself, but also knowing, I think when you know that things are actually good, it's easier to ignore rumors and you know lies that are told which yes that that's actually Mm -hmm. true but then the problem is I went back to her podcast Mm -hmm. where she says that absolutely oh here it was Real Housewives of alum Heather Dubrow suggests Bronwyn calls paparazzi on herself Heather revealed on Ease the Daily Pop I want to just say for the record there is zero paparazzi in Orange County zero you have to call them on yourself so which one is it? Did paparazzi get her out in all these photos to sh- by accident or did she call them? She called them. <laughs> like, I mean, I think my four-year-old daughter can answer that. <laughs> totally. Like you think this paparazzi is flying or like driving all the way to Orange County. I don't, I don't know. So if she had an issue, all I'm saying, you know, it is what it is, but I am saying if you're going to call out Bronwyn for calling the paparazzi on herself, which let's be honest, I feel like she probably did. Mm -hmm. Then you got to own the fact that you called it on yourself. It's not like she lives in West Hollywood or LA where they are honestly out to get everybody. Yeah. All the time. (laughs) Just waiting. Uh, But her, like, I appreciate, you know, a good, picture perfect family but it just is very it's very projecting this is what we want to show and this is how we want to appear the matching christmas outfits the matching everything it's just like gosh these people they're like perfect yeah but not so much i mean aren't we all as i'm like looking through my instagram i'm like you know sometimes it's looking a little dicey here too aren't we all (laughs) you know i mean i i'm not gonna lie in the beginning i was like i don't care i'm putting whatever's my real life on Instagram, you know, makeup, no makeup, whatever. Then all of a sudden I joined the show and you find yourself wanting to, you know, be better. I'll say that wanting to be better, you know, well, let me start. <laughs> then you learn about-, about the app face app. No, <laughs> right. let me, let me just this a little bit, you know, let me just go to this filter. And then all of a sudden you get to where point like, like now, like I really, this season, I'm not going to care as much, you know, I think you just have to really, and it's a process, but I think at some point you just have to be okay with being real, owning your stuff. Yeah. I call paparazzi. I want some more to do. Yeah. You know, 
we want this picture perfect life or image because, you know, and yeah. then people can connect. Then you can, you, you know. Well, which brings us to our next, uh, this, this whole thing makes me, it, it made me, it made me sad. I, I posted about it myself, but Kathy Hilton responding on Instagram about why Kyle is crying. So Christian Grace Snow wrote, I'm so worried about Kyle. So upset. And then did you see what Kathy responded? What did she respond? She wrote, why is she upset and crying? I'm the one who got bullied. And oh, she yes. said, she's meaning to say persecuted, but it says per I was misspelled. Yeah. For, <laughs> for 10 months, just cruel and disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and then there's just okay, so much commenting on everything. Like on, I wish, because I know that Kathy in my opinion, Kathy wants everything to look a certain way. So then why comment these things on social media? Because then you're just going to be talked about more. I think it's you. So I remember what you said um, when we were in Vegas, you know, about how Kathy may have viewed, you know, Kyle all these years. I never looked at it that way because I just saw Kathy as like, she's like wealthy, you know, she's a kept woman, she's a Hilton. But to, then to understand why Kyle's had her independence, Kyle has had her career, you said it. And now I feel like we're seeing the fallout of it because I feel like now Kathy's coming out of that, what we thought it was, what I thought it was, what probably other people probably thought it was. And she's starting to speak her real. Her even saying that, well, why do you guys feel sorry for her? I mean, I'm the one, you know, now you're getting into how Kathy's really felt. And yeah. like you said, it's just going down from here because I think Kathy just, she's now open, you know, she's now opening up to express herself, which I pray this will be the beginning of healing because if Kyle ever misunderstood what their issues were, I think now they're finally getting to what the real issues are, which is Kathy's jealousy or envy or her desire to wish she had been more independent, whatever those feelings be, I can't for her. But I, I hope this is the beginning of them to be real and really go to a deeper level and connect because Kathy's all over, all over the internet. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Don't, but if you really want to fix something, and I mean, if you really want to fix something with your sister or somebody in your family, like imagine you and Ralph are in a fight and you do the whole thing in the Instagram comments. No. You know, I don't know what to say. Because, you know, Sheree and I have our, I feel like we really go at it the most on Twitter. <laughs> I'm probably the wrong person to speak to this. I think we talked more on Twitter than we did during filming, to be honest with you. You know, and our real feelings came out. I feel like, like you said, reality, you're now public. So there is no, you know, hiding. Because if they would have been able to solve their problems, they could have been having this family counseling, like, all this time before she got on the show. If they yeah. were going to really work through their issues. Sometimes I feel like, reality holds you more accountable you know because yeah, that's the thing and you know you could see you could feel kathy's anger here when she responds to christian gary snow but you're also like then why did you come on the show if yeah. you you know what's going to come out like you knew you know the things that are potentially going to be shown I don't. and it's a risk i, I didn't like i i guess i didn't though I don't know. Maybe because you're more seasoned and like, I don't but know. I'm not more. I was only on for three seasons. Like, aren't you going into your third? That's more than me. I'm newbie compared to you. You're an OG, honey. So uh, no, no, definitely not. But speaking of, speaking of OGs, uh, did you see that 
Bethany Frankel says she's going to fuck some shit up on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. What? Wait, are you confused? Like that? She goes, I mean, I haven't even seen the show, but these RHOBH clips have me looking at Airbnb to go there and F some shit up. LOL at Andy. And then LOL at Andy, we put me on one couch and the whole lot on the other. What, so what is she saying there that she would fight with all of them? All of them. She says she wants her own. Yeah, basically. She, says she has an issue with everybody on the cast. And so I, I don't know because she didn't make things right over in New York. But also, don't we know you watch the show. We by know this, you watch. By saying this, we, you're a fan of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Which is okay, honey. Like we are. Which but is okay like, because remember those supposedly some of those girls were her good friends from growing up supposedly but my thing is put some some closure and a period dot on real housewives of new york before you try to try to ask for a trade or whatever she's trying to do (laughs) to beverly hills like i need you to come shut this down before you try to move on so i don't know you're you're like your job isn't done over in new york you need to get your ass back there and handle business okay period all right well in the words of chanel period dot okay (sighs) Final thing before we get to recapping um, is Lisa Barlow is taking a page out of your book and getting a little messy on. Well, I love that I say your book. Meanwhile, all I do is like clap back to people on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, But somebody says, what does John Barlow do other than follow Lisa around? And Lisa Barlow says, LOL, I'm going to chime in here. John Barlow is a boss. He's not punching time clocks and doesn't report to anyone. He's an owner. He can do whatever the F he wants. And sometimes that's hanging with me. I mean, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. I, I love Lisa. That's my girl. Hey, Lisa. Um, but the truth is we don't know what he does. I mean, that's a valid <laughs> question. I, I thought, you know, just from watching the show and what I did admire is their partnership. I feel like the thing, the businesses they built for their children and, I, and you see them there at the table, um, with the Vita tequila, I do feel like they are partners, but it just, they, they don't, it doesn't, it's not clear to us that they are. So that's me assuming that, okay, they've got these family businesses, but I think that's a valid question. So we all let's ask her at BravoCon. Let's what does her. what does he do? What's his background? You know, I mean, people have said that about my husband. Um, like sometimes it is. It's like in real life, what he does. But if we don't show it and make it very clear, if we don't make it very clear, then people will ask that. People ask that about my husband all the time. So what does and he so- do? <laughs> Speaking of, um, <laughs> no, he's in technology, which you know is something that I don't think he feels as appetizing or people will really care about. I find it fascinating, but he licensed out software to like AI and smart people technology stuff for five years from now. So it's really, cause that's the world we live in. So I feel like right now, you know, yeah. he has a lot of contribute. He's telling about things that are being invented five years from now. And it's really, it's fascinating to me, kind of scary, but um, yeah, that's his, that's his real job. That's his career. Um, but he's also an entrepreneur. So people see he's writing a book now and doing some things, but I feel like it's important for us to know like how he got his money and how we're able to live this wonderful life. Yeah, <laughs> so like, Lisa was already, she was like, hey, she's like, like hold, hold up. Like up, what girl. that, that TikTok where like, <laughs> oh, this news just broke. It's so heartbreaking. Uh, TMZ exclusive. Panini leaks, 23 year old son 
suffers heart attack and stroke. Mimi Leak's 23-year-old son is lucky to be alive after a frightening medical emergency sent him to the hospital and on a long road to recovery. Sources with direct knowledge tell us that Brent Leakes was in Atlanta earlier this month when he suffered both a heart attack and a stroke. Luckily, we're told that Brent was quickly transported to a local hospital for medical attention. Our sources say while Brent was hospitalized for several days, he's now out and rehabbing and everyone is hopeful he will make a, a full recovery. It was last year when Nini's husband, Greg, who was also Brent's father, died after a long battle with cancer. Brent was featured on Real Housewives of Atlanta throughout Nini's time on the show with his brother, Bryson. Nini has not publicly commented on her son's situation as of now. Oh, my gosh, Nini, we're sending so much love and prayers your way. This is for and for your son. And uh, we're thinking about you. All right, we'll take a little break. We'll come back and we are going to discuss the Potomac premiere. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owners' racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charged the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season... We are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. 
Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. All right, we are back and there is nothing. I I sent this to the group, but there's nothing that I feel more in my entire body than this right here. Like no hugs, no hugs, no touching, no touching. I'm good. Thank you. No. I love Giselle so much. Keeping it all the way real, honey. I live for real, real moments. Oh, Giselle just she really I love her so much, even though, you know, she doesn't love me that much, but I feel like I'm gonna win her over at BravoCon. Um I well, she just said something on her podcast, but we'll see. But I love the fact that Giselle is like we saw a softer side to her at the end of last year. And then, you know, when, when she comes, when she's with her kids, this episode talking about the spring into spring and her kids even trolling the way that she dresses. Like, I just, (laughs) I, I think she just has to accept that. Like we all know Giselle can dress, but I love her. Like shout out to Giselle. She was my former first lady. All right. So we literally have prayed together and yes, I will forever love her in the spirit. Um, so yeah, we have to make this, this work. Maybe we'll have a little prayer circle. Bro. <laughs> All right. We'll do what we got to do. Um, but the shows, these are the, the best moments. Giselle, Robin and Karen, Giselle, Robin, Karen, and Ashley talk about Mia's Instagram post about her health and that they are attention seeking. And she is putting out unsure narratives. They can't figure out if she has cancer or not. And her post takes away credibility. So this is what the post said. It's a picture. It says same time last week, doc called at 7.31 AM. Mia, I'm so sorry. Your test results came back. I need you to go to John Hopkins cancer center today for further evaluation. You can only imagine the overwhelming amount of amount of emotion G and I endured trying to figure out why. However, even with such terrible news, I felt an extreme amount of peace and energy instilled that allowed me to remain strong. I've been in and out of visits to specialists every day and the storm is not over, but this experience is changing me. I'm working with a phenomenal team of physicians and I appreciate the outpouring of support. I have not been diagnosed as of yet, so please keep me in your prayer. I know God has a plan and we are often challenged to remain humbled that tomorrow is not promised that our days on this earth are numbered and a message from my heart, a gentle reminder to live, love, forgive as today was your last. And then second post love. So many of you reached out to check in and I want to let you all know I'm okay. Each day comes with new challenges so far, no cancer, although I'm still undergoing testing and we will surgically remove the two lumps for biopsy. As of now, everything is looking good. Please don't worry. It's not my intent for you to worry yet. Remember the message behind why God faces these challenges. So essentially what they're saying is, you know, she changed her post a couple of times Mm -hmm. and she's making it unclear, which 
kind of continues on in this episode. Yeah, I I feel like, yes, reality, we're to be open and all of those things. But I, as a woman, I just tread lightly when we start to talk about health issues yeah. um, because I, I dealt with diagnosis and surgery and all those things. And it's a very hard thing to go through just by yourself and then with your family. So to really put it out there in a way that it's very unclear is going to bring a lot of confusion and also open the door for the girls to dig and poke and all those different things, which doesn't make it any easier. I think when you're dealing with something like this, you need to reduce your stress. You know, you need to take your moment. Um, I'm a firm believer in, in that because this is your life you're talking about and other people that are going through something similar, you know, you have to be more responsible, I think, in your messaging. So that's what I, I, think. I think that's what it is. And I think especially when you're held under this lens of being on reality television, whenever you talk about something medical, medically related, you need to know exactly what you're saying because people are going to be like watching you. Like I, I remember something happened even on Beverly Hills where somebody said their significant other spouse had a, a type of diabetes and they said the wrong name. Like it was just an accident. Mm -hmm. Everyone jumped on them like that's not the right one. You know, it just, and it was, someone just spoke wrong. So I think, you know, I, I personally have spoken about, you know, when I like posted about getting skin checks because something came back and, you know, I had melanoma, but it ended up being melanoma in situ. But I, I explained like, you have to go get your skin checks, how important it is. And then I, I completely laid it out to everybody. Cause for me, I was thinking that's something I really avoided doing, go get your skin checks. Like, which I'm saying to you guys now, they just found another one that looked precancerous. They dug it out and then the results will come back later this week. So it's just something you have to stay on top of. I do every three months yeah. and, um, yeah, you just had to be really clear in that messaging. But yeah, it's I prayers think it's gonna be on that, buddy. like you know, prayers to you on that. We'll be Thank praying. You. Let us know if you need anything. I think um that's something I've never done. So even hearing you about that, that's something that is important to do. There's so much thing, there's so much we don't know, you know, and how we should take care of ourselves and better care. And that's the journey I'm on as well. So I just feel like as women, that's important for us to stick together. I don't really like the ladies right off the bat in episode one poking fun at it i think you know questions and concerns are warranted but i think we need to tread lightly into the making it you know shade and all of that because that's what i've experienced and it doesn't feel good doesn't yeah and i and i think just going forward for me when she's going to make those types of announcement announcements just being a little bit more clear knowing that especially on this show people are going to want to fight with you about things, especially when you throw things in other direct. If you're going to throw a jab, they're going to throw a jab. Like it's just, or or just come on quiet, you know, and just come on quiet and sip your little tea. You don't don't come in, you know, on twenty. But I think that just goes to her and her lack of connectedness, you know. And let the girls be a part. Let let us be a part. I want to see where this house is when you bought it. Who's your interior designer? Like what? How is everything perfect already? You know? Yeah. Uh, let's go to the doctor appointment. Let's do, you know, like all of those things. I think, you know, having to try to find, put the pieces together through social media is a little tricky when you're watching a show at the same time. Agreed. Um, kind of like Ashley's divorce. Ah! What, what is that? <sighs> okay. So things made a lot more sense to me when she said the comment 
like all of it when she's saying she doesn't drink and party more anymore they aren't sexually compatible they've been drifting apart but this was the line that got me okay um she says she wanted monogamy after the birth of her child and his infidelity and that's when she said that i realized oh i think they've always had an open thing is what the assumption I made from that. Yeah. And now that that's now that she's had kids, she doesn't want an open thing anymore. Mm -hmm. And she's just like done. I was gathering that. I was gathering that tea because I'm like, I think I heard in the past that they were they were introducing other women in the bedroom. And I think and it happens, you know, women are like, all right, I'll try it. And then you fall in trying to please your man. And then maybe you like it too. And now that she's had her, you know, she's a mom now and she's going through those hormonal changes and being more responsible as you come into motherhood. She's like, yeah, I don't like it no more. You know, I don't want this. And now, you know, it's kind of one of those things you signed up for, you allowed it, you open Pandora's box. How do you just tell a man no now? Like that's what he's been, you guys have been married for she said, almost eight years. And so I don't know how you can now suddenly expect that change demanded as far as divorce. And I personally, and I'm going to put it on record, I think she's going as far to say divorce. I don't, I, I mean, I really was trying to think as hard as I possibly could if I could ever get a coochie craving for Michael Darby. And I just don't think I could. Well, I was like, how many drinks would it take to get... <laughs> Good coochie craving a lot. Oh, well, she said it, not you, but uh, I think you know. I don't know. I think, and she is looking the hottest she's ever. I'm sorry, she is glowing, she looks stunning, she's dressed like you can tell she's feeling herself. That blue leather situation, I was like, okay, okay, girl, you're giving me like glow up vibes, and I don't know, I don't know. I feel like she's got one foot in, one foot out. She's like, I'm here for the money opportunities and the businesses that he's been amazing and created this lifestyle. He's paid all the bills, she said. So I think she's using this divorce word like. But then why does it under her? Why get a house together and put it under her LLC? That's what I don't like. I want to know. I'm going to have to dig a little deeper and what it actually he does. Because remember last season, all of a sudden he was going to be producing movies and then they were like are they going to be porns are they going to be that like everybody i think he just has a lot of money and he's just like but then why were they know? living in that condo with no backyard for the kids it was a penthouse though like doesn't that cost a lot like a penthouse yeah i'm sure it's not about the money but it's like you would think once you had like if if i lived in a condo and it was cluttered with all that's like a fancy bajillion dollar condo whatever it is and it was cluttered with all that kid stuff my husband would have a mental break because you built a house it's for them to live in like to me that was a bachelor pad yeah that's not like a family home so but you I think he's going to keep the bachelor pad and live in the family home? Is that the plan? That's what I'm saying. I think maybe she's like, let me throw this divorce word out, but I'm going to still go along with our plans of getting this bigger house. And then maybe I'll get the house in the divorce and he can go back to his penthouse. Or I think really she just wants him to give up the threesome, you know, the whole idea. And she's using divorce as like, I'm not playing with you now. 
I'm going to divorce you. Now what you going to do? Now what you going to do? Oh, we're buying this house? Okay, let's buy this house. Well, I'm still staying divorced. I'm still staying divorced. You're going to stop. Like, I think she's using you think it She still more. wants to be with him. I On Watch What Happens Live last night, she was talking about Luke from Summer House. And she seemed like, you could tell, like, she got a little, like, she she was putting it out there. So she, oh, my God. So she's ready for, okay. I think she's ready oh. to get out there. Really? Or was she doing that to get at? Darby and Michael. I mean, was she trying to do that to maybe like? I don't him? know. I just have never <laughs> particularly loved the way he treated her on the show, and I know, like, I just, I don't know. I think he always made her feel bad, and from someone ha who has her own, you know, issue, like, you know, I can have my own insecurity issues with family and those types of things. Seeing yeah. that she kind of looks up to him as this like father figure, Art. and then he yeah. kind of treats her. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like the yeah. way he treated her. Yeah, but he does seem like a good dad. Um, so I understand wanting to hold on to that. Yeah, she's a kept woman. Don't forget that. But like, you, but now, no, you have to also think she's on season seven of Real Housewives yeah. of Potomac, so she can pay. She's got. Her, she can pay her own way now. She can, but like she said, she's like, I don't even know how much money I would need because he pays for everything. She doesn't even know responsibility. She doesn't know. Like, think about yeah. it. She has, had to like be the one to pay because they've been together since he she was how old they've been together eight years so she had to have been like 19 20 maybe like yeah, early she's young she's yeah so i mean like i didn't meet my i didn't get married till i was like to, to edwin until i was whatever in my 30s so like yeah. i was well into knowing what i had to do to figure out Me my too. life like i was paying all my bills before this i mean it's great that my husband does it now but to never know like how much are the utilities, especially in a house now? Like it's a whole different, you got landscaper bills. Like, I don't think she understands what that looks like. Um, so she's going to need to cross her T's, dot her I's, is it dot her I's, cross her T's? Yeah. What is it? Dot your I's, cross her T's. Yeah. She's going to need to learn if she's really serious about this divorce because independence is a whole new thing. Yeah. And then when, then they get into the topic of prenups where, you know, in perfect Giselle fashion, she slides in the fact that Robin is the only name on her house. Right. <laughs> I'm like, how did you just right now? <laughs> that was new information. What did Robin call her after scene and say, I want to know that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like Robin will just let it slide off of her. Like, she'll be like, yeah, so what? You know, I, I feel like Robin is able to kind of move through these things. Robin said, how is Juan going to feel like that's Juan? I mean, Juan got pissed last season, even when she kind of said he wasn't there when the kids were little. So I think once this comes up, Ooh, baby. especially, yeah, I, I feel like it's, we're going to get some more action on them. Um, but I know we're running out of time because you have to catch a flight, but Candace meets with a doctor about freezing her eggs mm -hmm. and she wants to have the security that she has the eggs stored away when she's ready to have kids. Candace asks her husband, Chris, to have a schedule to be off work when she has her appointments. I, I things do not feel good here. A little rocky. Um, yeah. Uh, and I got to reach out to Candace. Um, you know, that's my girl. I didn't know oh, like it is. Oh, yeah. I can tell you, she's not my girl after I watched 22 episodes straight to catch up because I was a season behind and having to watch. It's one thing when you spread it out from a week, like a week by week. But when you were back to back binge watching the show and you realize how much shit she's causing, it was hard for me to because I don't like that. She always goes to body shame like it's always physical. And I don't like that. Yeah. Now, Candace has a mouth on her and. 
I've had, I've told her myself, you know, she's very vocal, but she's young too. She's not a mom. She's learning. She's evolving. I, I can see the growth literally from her past seasons to now. I feel like, you know, you got to give her grace. She's evolving. There's been a lot of growth, you know, with her from when she started. Her mouth has gotten better and, and, and things. But however Chris is feeling, you know, I feel like it may have taken a toll on him and he's just like ready to go. Well, I, you know, last season you could tell they were make, trying to make it a little bit of a storyline how much he was drinking. And then now he's supposedly out a lot. And then he slid into Giselle's DMs and the super tees. But you just don't really, I feel like the first season you saw them, you saw them, you saw the intimacy, not intimacy, but you saw their connection yeah. and it just doesn't feel there anymore. And that yeah. also could, I say this a lot, it can happen when you go on the show, it's either going to bring you closer together because you're going to, it's going to highlight what you've done wrong as a couple, or it's going to rip you apart because you're going to, you know, egos are going to start to get involved and people still aren't going to see themselves for who they are. And it's just going to tear it apart. I hope not. I pray for them. I, I think we're, we're going to stay tuned. That's for sure. Cause I got to know how this all ends and what Chris was out here in these streets knowing he needs to be in that kitchen cooking that good food. That's where he needs to be and stay his butt inside and cook that good food. I mean, what would you say if Ralph was going out multiple nights till 1 a.m.? Ralph goes out. Okay, not multiple uh, nights. Ralph, Ralph be in these streets, okay? The streets are for Ralph. Let me make that clear. Ralph likes to go out, you know, and I believe it's healthy for a man to get How many times a week? Home. Yeah, like, I know. How many? I mean, he goes, he goes high. Like he'll be in the office straight, like five days, you know, straight. And then I'm like, okay, you need to get out. I'm like, go out. But then there's times when he's like, got something to do every day with this friend and this friend and they're going to football game and they got Hawks tickets and Falcons tickets. And it's just a whole Hawks, Hawks like, tickets and going to the club are two different things to me. But Hawks tickets and then it's the after party and then it's the, all right, me and the guys are going to hit up this last spot, you know, and then it's a whole day turning into a night situation. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think he does it right when I'm about to go off and I'm like, it's enough. Then he's like, it's almost like we know now and he's on yeah. this three days on, you know, if you're three days on, then you deserve a night off. And then when it gets to be too many, you got to come in and take care of these kids. But I do think that you can feel as a wife, as a woman. When it's like, I don't know, you're not answering your phone. It's getting later and later. And now, you know, with no explanation, like I need to know where you are. And you guys have seen me grow into that. I did not even know my husband went to Tampa. So who am I to say anything's wrong? He was gone for days. So I think now we've gotten to a point where at least I know where he's going. I know when he's going and I know how many days he'll be gone. Um, so I think for Candace, you know, she needs to make sure she just knows those things. And if a wife calls you, Make sure you answer the phone. You know, that's the least you can do. And how old is Chris? I know she's pretty young, but like, isn't he gotten his rocks off enough? Like I'm, I'm 41 years old. There's only, so, I mean, once, I mean, once a month, maybe I can do it, but like, I have zero interest in like going out to that capacity multiple like it's one thing well i'll go to bravo con and things will be wild and then i'll come home and need to recover for three weeks right that's <laughs> me too i need after vegas i was in the bed for like two days i was like uh, get my life back but we're moms too i don't know guys their energy level is different, but I don't know. I think you have to create what works for you. I think we've seen based on what we've seen, Chris dealt with a lot with her mom 
you know, and I felt like he was very patient. He gets a gold sticker for that because um, not a lot of men are willing to take that from their mother-in-law. Um, he lived in a home that the mom was contributing to. I think as a man, that's tough. People questioning what you do for a living. And I don't even know if he had a job at any point. You know, I think that's hard to follow. I think now he's been able to partner up with Candace, help her get her music going. She's doing amazing things. In that. And then I feel like now he's like, look, I got my thing going. And now I need my life, you know? I think that's kind of what we're seeing too. So you're giving more of a pass than I am. Not shocking. I'm, I'm a little I'm a little bit of like... Because you got to think about what he's come through. That's where I'm looking at it from. Like, I'm like, my husband would not have lived in a house that my mom was paying for or allow my mom to have a room and just come and go. And I'm just, my husband would not let me... Like, the amount of time he has to, like, talk... Even last season when she's, like, throwing salad at people, all that kind of stuff. Edwin would be like... Teddy, no. Right. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not even, Edwin wouldn't even show up to film. Like if I did that, like the, if I was acting like that, even the one time he watched me cry, he was so embarrassed. Um, and Edwin represents the type A strong men out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like Chris is taking some hits that I'm like, let, let that man go out. Let that man, you want him to go out. You know, he's been, keeping a lot in he's taking a lot of hits let that man go and get his little time get, let him get his time uh, i disagree because i think he's gonna find too much time and something else to get himself in trouble and when you are on a television show people are gonna record you people are gonna tell on you and nothing is gonna slip through those cracks and especially if you're in a situation where you're trying to have a kid with candace uh, they're going to be watching, but we're going to have to watch this. Oh, is we're going to have to keep tuning in because apparently Karen's been doing season. I know, I know. And we're out of time, but I mean, between that and they're saying Karen sneaking off. Oh, we didn't <laughs> get to the point that like Peter that was Thomas good. was on this episode. Right. That's I, I was, Cynthia's ex-husband. Let's talk about it. Cynthia's ex-husband being yeah. on this episode, Wendy bringing him on. Also, I'm a little bit confused with Wendy. All all of her business ventures, she seems very confused about. I was so I was confused. I was like, I was here for the Nigerian lounge, like, because I'm like Afro beats is hot. I was like, oh, this is lit. Like Afro beats, the whole, you know, making you feel like you're in Nigeria, like the vibe. Yeah, that is and really cool. But there's no amazing. but there's no planning behind it. And then she wants to turn it into like a kid library. She said like a kid's play area, right? Yeah, with books, like her professor oh. career was intertwining with this club. I'm like, no, 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 no. Professor by day, club owner by night. That's what I would yeah, If there's booze, if they're selling booze, it's probably not. <laughs> Peter, Peter, Peter shut that down. Peter, look, we're not doing that. That's not it, honey. But I need Wendy to get, I don't know what's happening to Wendy. You know, like. I don't like her and Giselle. I don't. I don't know what's going on with this club. Like I need her to get all her stuff. Together. Do you think Giselle's um, hooking up with Peter? Because we heard those rumors a while ago. Yeah, and it was in the trailer. I was like, I can see now how Peter got intertwined. Because I was wondering, like, how did Peter even get in Potomac? But now we see. So we got to stay tuned. I think that would make a lit couple, though. But I don't know. All right, we're gonna have to stay tuned. I think what we do know for sure is this is gonna be a very juicy season. There's a lot. I mean, Sharice is back. Sharice is back. Sharice is back as a friend. Then we've got Jacqueline, the new friend who they showed last night, I think for a second at the party, they like said her name, but like we didn't, I think we'll probably meet her next week. 
but it's, it's going to be good. I think they're, you know, I do like, they, they keep repeating, you know, in the trailer and at the beginning, our class remains unmatched. And then you just see them all like ripping each other, ripping each other. Like we know how to keep a secret. No, you don't. Like, you know, like, what do they say? We don't play in the P they do not play in the P. So would you want to be your best friend? Huh? Who would you want to be your best friend on Potomac? Karen. Karen? Karen? Yes, the grand dame, honey. Uh, she the, is. Mm-mm. She I makes think, me, Who's your pick? Who, 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 who's your, who's your person? Giselle. I love Giselle so much. I love Giselle. I, I also like Ashley Darby. I want to get to know her more. I think because especially I have, I have now something in common with Ashley Darby because last night I don't watch what happens live. She said that the rudest housewife ever to her that she's ever met is Vicki Gumbelson. Oh, and you were like, (laughs) 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 we're going to have a lot to, a lot of fun connections at BravoCon. Yes. I love all the girls. Like don't like all of them in their own special way. You know what I'm saying? So I'm with you on that, but I just like Karen's my person. She's a Taurus too. So I mean, maybe that's why. Well, that could be why, but it's going to be good. We're going to learn a lot. I know, have a safe flight. I will Thank see you, you on Thursday. See you Thursday, boo. Bye. Shots, 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 shots. Oh, we have to do the next tasting. Let's do it. Let's do another tasting with more celebrity and housewife drinks let's do it because we were in the liquor store ralph and i uh yesterday and we passed by the 818 we were like we're going right over that (laughs) we ain't stopping there (laughs) next (laughs) there's a lot more we got to taste so all right we'll see you there thanks for coming on thank you guys you like to watch new stuff right Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 